This is Rebecca Lowe, or Rebecca Lua, if you listen to Suboptimal Radio, and you are listening to Men in Blazers on the NBC Sports Network. It's unbelievable! From an improvised studio, I would say, in the crap part <laughs> of the F concourse at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, Rog, it's a Men in Blazers Emergency World Cup podcast. Men in Blazers across America emergency yeah. podcast. We are here in Minneapolis Airport. Who are the replacements? Yeah. The president and the vice president, they don't fly together. Yeah. But here we are about to get on a flight with J-Dubs. Yeah. And John Johnson. Yeah. On the same flight. Yeah. And producers Chodes and Brad. Yeah. If this plane goes down, <laughs> yeah. I'll just say, soccer in America might make it. We're the only things that have been holding it back all these years. We are buzzing. Partially, we'll get to Ronaldo yeah. in a minute. My mm-hmm. God, my nipples are tingling. We're buzzing because of last night in St. Louis. It was a great night, Rog. We just landed here from St. Louis. We've already we've already made it through one flight yep. successfully. I think we annoyed everyone in first class screaming at the point that Ronaldo free kick uh, went in, which we'll get to. But we had a great night in St. Louis <sighs> last night. Kicked off what I would say this is the this is the meat of our uh, Men and Blazers Across America tour. I see it as a potato, but St. Louis, what a deep-rooted, passionate football culture. Josh Sargent, what a kid. So chill, Mm -hmm. so confident. He told me that his own parents watched him play for the US men's international team. And they were like, you didn't seem nervous. Even his own parents were like, he's like, mum and dad, I was so nervous. But even his parents were like, man... You just seem so chill. Even his own parents can't tell. And I love that in a footballer. I Uh love it even more in an American footballer. But we are here in Minneapolis on the first, would you say, proper day of the men's men's World Cup? Yeah, the first proper day. Although I quite like crap games to open the World Cup. It's almost the World Cup got off to too good a start after today. It took a while to get going, Rog. And it's revealed itself as the World Cup of late goals. Yeah, the World Cup of headers, Rog. And the World Cup... Of Ronaldo, we have just watched one of the single greatest World Cup games of all time. Yeah, Iran Morocco. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had you, Portugal Spain. We watched it at St Louis Airport on yep. a television with a fuzzy screen. Yeah, no sound, huge subtitles blocking three quarters of the picture, and it was still amazing. Not me, Rog. I had I had Fubo TV on. Fubo TV are winning the World Cup right now, Rog. Uh, and I was watching Telemundo on Fubo TV. Yeah. How is you? People want to know. David, how is your Spanish coming on? It's coming on pretty well. My word of the day, Rog, my word of the day, selección, which is, uh, I think it's this, I think it translates as team. I'm, I'm starting to think in Spanish right now, Rog, so I don't even bother translating but it you into like English. Selección. I like selección because it implies that this isn't necessarily the team. This in international football, in, in, in I think, Portuguese, selecao, that's what they refer to as the, 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 uh, the Brazilian team is it's the selection the best of their best do. players. It's, it's the, the best, best we, can, we can, do. can do. It's what we've got. It's our selection. It's like it's like a box of chocolates, Roger. It's like the best we've got. <sighs> Let's jump right into it. Spain against Portugal. Yeah. A big game that delivered and then some. I mean, I am tingling, absolutely tingling, just yeah. walking through Minneapolis, <laughs> knowing yeah. people going to San Diego, you need to listen to this. Yeah, Everyone absolutely. else on the pod who's not going to San Diego, just stay with us. You're about to board. Yeah. I tell you, to me, it felt like the World Cup was starting in earnest. Finally, a big game. Big tactical dilemma ahead of this for Portugal, really. Do you play Ronaldo yeah. up front? Or do you have him coaching, as he did in the Euros so effectively? And they played him, and it immediately paid dividends. Well, it's sort of he was sort of doing both, Rog. 
one assumes, plus realising that every single camera in the world is watching him at every single moment. But he goes for that shimmy. You don't let Cristiano Ronaldo pick up the ball there. Rog, he picks it up on the edge of the box. Drives he goes into the his teammate. Drives, his drives teammate. his teammate. It's a shimmy he must have seen a thousand times, Rog. It wasn't even his best shimmy. No. wasn't it even was, his best shimmy. It wasn't even a top 100 no, shimmy. and uh, caught him out. You know, yes, CR7 could have avoided the contact, but he didn't. He didn't have to, and uh, even even VAR confirmed uh, that that was a penalty kick. Rush. A penalty, and one hell of a penalty kick, and you said at the time, yeah. ever since Gareth Bale scored that overhead Champions League wonder goal. Yeah, he's been said, waiting. He's been waiting for this. Ronaldo has been waiting for this moment, you said, yeah. for the spotlight to be his again. I know. And his alone. Yeah, and talk about the motivation. Earlier in the day, the challenged story by the, the Spanish story. tax authorities, he's got some beef. He's got some previous, one would say, with the nation-state of Spain uh, and uh, must have felt so good to put that in the back of the net. At speed, Rog. Well done, Spanish tax authority, for trying to piss off Cristiano Ronaldo, make him plead guilty. Reach an agreement with you, Spanish tax authority, for two years of suspended jail sentence. Why did they suspend the jail sentence? They should have locked him up, mate. Yeah, right away. You don't get Ronaldo salty, bro. You don't get Ronaldo salty. Yeah. And in the wake of that goal, Spain, frenetic trying to control possession but oh Portugal pressed like a manic labradoodle and you felt that energy wasn't going to be able to sustain and we immediately pinpointed one Spanish player as kind of Spain were trying and failing you got to see Diego Costa up front he looked like a guy everyone else was doing kind of the lambada and he was just doing a pogo on his own he's like playing dancing a completely different dance to the rest of the team yeah snarling just an angry ball of aggression, Hulk smash. And you were like, we, I was like, they've got to get him off. They need someone else. But you were like, nah, direct, angry, physical. That's what they need. Well, no, and I think your point is right about, about Diego Costa. He's never in this Spanish team felt like he was part of the same selección. Uh, Roger, he's always felt like he's, he's playing for a different team, doing his own moves, practicing his own dance steps. But he is a player, and we sometimes forget, yes, he's viciously competitive. Yes, he is snarling. Yes, he is occasionally or quite often violent. But he is a player of incredible skill who continues to him. find a way to him. score goals. He rarely scores goals like that from outside the area, Rog. But suddenly we're starting to think, wow, did Cristiano just score too early? Oh, it was a beautiful moment because he and Pepe, Diego Costa and Pepe, clashed. A matchup that even VAR dreads. And Diego just went on and on gutting it out with his will he's just as soon as he got that ball he knew it was going to end one way with him just lashing it into the back of the net just willing gritting Spain back into that game yeah. watching Ovi lift the Stanley Cup yeah. watching him just howl I realise it in another century Alexander Ovechkin he wouldn't have been a sportsman he probably would have been like in the 15th century he would yeah. have been a warlord a fighting brigand and Diego Costa he's cut from the same cloth you know in a world in which might makes right Diego Costa Thank God he's now letting it all out on the sporting field, but it's a remarkable set of attributes. Yeah, he's also a player of skill. I think the point you're making about Pepe earlier is that VAR does not really apply to incidents involving <laughs> Pepe or Diego Costa. It somehow, it somehow is, is neutralised. Yeah, exactly. VAR exempt. Exactly. And that goal made Spain become Spain. They suddenly seem angled, Pythagoras passes, vision. Oh, but Portugal, they play on the counter and on the stroke of half-time, Davo. Ronaldo again. Yeah. Not a shot that would make Ronaldo's 
you know, top 10,000. Yeah. Oh, but he, what Ronaldo knew, he knew that Manchester United's marketing department yeah. have clearly trademarked the phrase Dave Saves yeah. and made it all their own. Yeah. All that time in England, it's clearly rubbed off on Dave. Russell's a Rob Green classic, Spanish Rog. Spanish Robert Green. At Will Barn has tweeted us, it's embarrassing how much Ronaldo's teams have benefited from spectacular goalkeeping malpractice in his last three games against Bayern in the Champions League semi, against Carius. Oh, Carius in the Champions <gasps> League final. And how bloody De Gea, the world's best in the World Cup. It was an astonishing first half for Ronaldo. Suddenly, I think that Ronaldo's going to Man United, though, Rog, because this felt like very good for Man United. David De Gea now is going to have almost no value Real Madrid, in Spain Real Madrid, uh, after, after that. Now you sort of see him staying at Man United. You see Ronaldo going there. It's all going to be fine. Oh, Ronaldo, though, a superstar as he is, he's never really lit up the World Cup. But suddenly he was looking fresh, lean, hungry. Two goals and the self-restraint to keep his nipples tightly under wraps, yep. which I, I mean, wow. You've got to treat your audience mean to keep them keen. Poor new Spanish manager. I thought I felt for him at halftime. Hierro. Yeah. Everyone wanted to know going into this one the turbulence of the Spanish managerial change. Would it impact Spain? And at halftime, having to like, I pictured him with his "Hello, my name is Fernando Hierro" sticker on, uh, and just having to brief his team like how to get them back into this game. Stunned, shocked. But whatever he said, Dave, it worked. They came back. Vintage came Diego. Back. Last World Cup, they had a six-goal thriller against the Netherlands. In the opening game. Yeah, in which they scored first. Uh, this time, coming back after Portugal have scored first. And they're, they're ready for a shootout. Oh, Diego, I miss you. Davo misses you. Spain, what was fascinating, there are two goals in this one. One came from a long ball, the other from a free kick. And then Nacho, finally, a moment of Spanish true beauty. Nacho, really, it was less a goal. It was World Cup porn, David. Yeah. A strike that will stand the test of time. I mean, the second it hit the back of the Portuguese net, it yeah. entered World Cup anals. That ball yeah. bouncing on the edge of the box, begging to be hit on the half volley. I have dreamt of that goal a million yeah. times as a kid. Scored it every time, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not sure that is a ball. The new, uh, the new World Cup ball, Rog. I think it's the golden snitch. It's flying at speed in unpredictable ways. Uh, it's like the new Jabalani. <laughs> I just thought, what? Fernando Hierro, you're a managerial genius. We never doubted you. And so it went until we boarded the plane. We're on digital phones. We're on a tiny, tiny little kind of crop duster plane. Yeah. And then Ronaldo lines up the free kick. Yeah. He knew. He knew. He knew in that moment everybody in the world, everybody in the world was staring at him. He has that look. He does the breathing. He does that very purposeful step back like a rugby kick. He hikes up those shorts. Oh. I'll tell he had the tingling and the throbbing. Not oh. to go too Jackie Collins on your asses. He had the thickening. His manhood was throbbing. It yeah. was throbbing. And that free kick, he knew. Perfect. Well, Started outside the post, came back in, moved at speed. This ball flies. Uh, Rog and David De Gea no chance didn't it, even make an attempt it went left it went right it then went up and down he delivered he delivered in a way that Picasso that Rembrandt that Da Vinci would have appreciated yeah. here's my question mm. how does he do it I mean I'll be honest many men not me but many men they get performance anxiety when someone's watching them take a tinkle in a public restroom mm-hmm. they just can't go 
Yeah. Ronaldo can go. In fact, I bet you Ronaldo can't take a tinkle unless at least 40,000 people are watching it. It's entirely possible. And then phew, it comes with power and speed and bend. <laughs> uh, Rog, what are you saying? I don't know. Like I think a fire hose. It's an amazing moment. You know, and, and, and right now, Cristiano Ronaldo, this is he's now scored in every World Cup he's played in, but this is by far his best World yeah, Cup he's performance ever. He's had crap World Cup. Ever. Crap he's been but he's scored impotent. at every level. He's led his uh, national team to glory. Um, he's now doing it in, a, in an instant classic uh, oh. World Cup games, done it for club and country, Rog. We were on that plane. He's the goat. And we just screamed. We screamed like children, David. Yeah. I will remember that moment forever. Your son who FaceTime you, George, seven, yeah. immediately FaceTime you. He will remember that goal forever. Kids yeah. all over the world will remember that moment. Even Ice-T tweeted, <laughs> oh shit, Ronaldo is really that MF. Yeah. Possibly my favourite World Cup treat. No one will yeah. beat that. And so you had a hat-trick, age 33. Classic penalty. Oh, rules and regs. Yeah. Thank you, AFA. Yeah. The classic penalty, the open play shot, the free kick hat-trick. What do you think Lionel Messi? I just imagine Lionel Messi suddenly getting a migraine, pulling the hotel curtains closed and just putting himself to bed. Well, as I tweeted, Slatan certainly was throwing all the toys out of the pram wherever he is in Moscow. And I don't quite know why he is in Moscow, why it's not with the Galaxy. I imagine but, he went to the dojo and just smashed some kickboards out really bad to work yeah. it out his system. Yeah, but for Messi, I mean, you've got to enjoy it. You've got to admire it. I imagine you love watching great players do great things. And this was superb, superb. Cometh the moment, cometh the man. A game that will live in World Cup anals. That Nacho strike, anals, that Diego Costa grit, that Ronaldo hat trick in which we, self-restraint, jersey on, jersey on. We are living in days of wonder, days of wonder when it is impossible not to love the World Cup. To me, David, one of the single greatest draws we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, we're not biased. We put it right up there with France 1, USA 1 from last week, right, bro? Yeah, I heard on Fox it was 3-3. On Telemundo it was (laughs) 9-9. It was a much much better game. And so, as everyone predicts, Iran sitting alone. Yeah. A top group B. Yeah. Having not scored a goal off their own foot. Yeah. A late goal for them against Morocco. A plucky Morocco in the 94th minute of the game. An own goal by Buda Dodds. Yeah, I Uh, thought it was Cahill. It was Moroccan Phil Jones. Yeah. Poor Morocco. By the way, if you know a Moroccan football fan in your life right now, just hug them tight. They've had a bad week. They've had a very bad week. We love their coach. Yeah. Herbe Renard. Oh, he's a good-looking man. You would, though, wouldn't you? In a second. He's won the African Cup of Nations twice. He is sex on the sidelines. He smoulders like a French Jamie Lannister. At As Sport Diaspora tweeted us, the Moroccan manager looks like he just stepped off the pages of a romance novel mm. called Strong First Touch. Oh, yeah. he's Draconoir if it came alive. The other game, Egypt-Uruguay yeah. in an incredibly empty stadium. Answer this. What football fan hasn't dreamed of travelling to the administrative centre of Sverdlast Oblast on the Isit River in the Ural Mountains in the middle of the Eurasian continent to watch football? Yeah. We watch Bob Bradley's Egypt yeah. take on Uruguay. Mm. Oh, those tight shirts. Uruguayan team, J-Dub said, they're just all looking at the camera. Do you even lift, bro? Yeah. GTL, Jim Tan, Luis Suarez, who had chance after chance in this game, David. Mm. Yipped them all from yeah. close range. Went all yeah. Chuck Knobloch, Rich Ankiel. 
Bernard Langer. How does that happen? I love it. It's never his fault, though, Luis Suarez. There's always, it's always somebody else's fault. It's the referee's fault. It's the ball's fault. It's the grass's fault. You're seeing a lot of players having trouble with the turf. There are a lot of drop-in fields in Russia, and I feel like this is going to be a story. This is a record for you, on. David. We are 24 hours into it's the World first, Cup. And it's, first first turf. Turf it's my first turf it's mention. It's yeah, yeah, it's very thick turf at this Slow World turf. Cup. Slow thick turf. turf. Slow. Slow turf, fast ball. Oh, Egypt were holding on for that tie without Mo Salah. Hoping to get points later on with a healthy Mo from Russia and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You said the most influential man in this game was? Without any doubt, Sergio Ramos. Oh, but then in the 89th last, Player of the game. In the, in the 89th minute, heartbreak. Jimenez dunked on the Egyptian defence, yeah. rising up like a salmon on the Rio de Plata estuary. Yeah. Cut to I Mo thought. Salah on the bench on his birthday. Same birthday as my wife, Mo Salah. They're similar people. Yeah, whose birthday I'm missing today to be on the road in Minneapolis with you. Mm-hmm. Crappy birthday, Mo. Oh, I teared every time I looked at Mo. He looks like he spent the 21 days since the Champions League final like Bridget Jones after a really bad breakup, just sitting at home with the lights off, listening to Joni Mitchell records, drinking Chardonnay, Ben and Jerry's ice cream by the pint. Uh, we were assured uh, by commentators both uh, in the uh, on Fox and on Telemundo that Mo Salah would definitely be coming on, uh, but they didn't. They're saving him, Rod, saving him for the next two games. Uh, in this group and they're going to need him oh, Davo we're, they're going to need him as badly as I need this Budweiser and this Jägermeister this beer and a deer that we have in front of us tomorrow mm-hmm. we've got games we're getting up early we're getting up west coast time bro. Yeah, 2am I think yeah, for the France you, game you don't appreciate the World Cup properly unless you live it by west coast time we're going to France Australia Yeah. see Timmy Cahill Mm. Australian Demarcus Beasley yeah. net for this 12th World Cup on the run I think it is now give or take Iceland, Argentina, Dave. I'm going to just take this Jägermeister shot. Mm. Oh, the exclamation point in a glass. And I'm going to predict through my Meister of the day, Dave, tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, France, Australia, great game. Kylie Minogue meant to be the next big thing 10 years ago, like Australian football, mm-hmm. in the same way she's now just playing old Kylie Minogue. That's Australia. Less excited about that game. I am excited to watch Iceland with my mate, my meister of the day tomorrow, Hamir Halmagrisson, mm. the great manager, 12 years ago, managing his kids' under-12 team on his little island in Iceland. Now, 12 years later, the dentist about to walk out with his team of Vikings. They believe Viking blood flows through their veins against Lionel Messi and Argentina, and they fancy their chances. My meister of the day tomorrow, Hamir Halmagrisson. Oh, Rog, my meister of the day, though... After what Ronaldo did today, all eyes are now on Lionel Messi for tomorrow. It would be so like the magician to come back and respond to what Ronaldo has done. Anything you can do, I can do better. I'm looking for a Messi hat-trick tomorrow. In a 4-3 loss to Iceland. Yeah, I'll take there you it. go. Oh, we have got aboard our plane. We are literally being beckoned on yeah. by a slightly angry, understandably angry, very, very Delta, you're amazing, get, uh, gate clerk. Yeah. We're headed to Seattle. I'm going to get off that plane. I want to eat me some Dick's Deluxe. Tomorrow night, where are we, producer John Johnson? Showbox Sodo. Showbox Sodo, live on stage with a slew of Seattle guests from the Sounders, Mm. maybe from the Seahawks, maybe from some other areas of interest. We are men of many, many passions. Mm. We can't wait to be with you. There's 10 tickets left just put on sale, 10 extra tickets just got on sale. Seattle, come be with us, come lift the glass. There's drinks right after 13 bloody coins, which is... Uh, just 11 billion less than what uh, Carlos Cordero 
predicted FIFA would get from a World Cup. 13 yeah. coins, be there tomorrow night. Dave, last word to you. Uh, can't wait. Excited to go back to Seattle. We've been there before. We've done a live show. I'm excited to be in Minneapolis. I've never been in Minneapolis before. It's the hometown of my best mate, Joe Blake. In really? the whole, this is Blake Town. I saw a uh, statue of Joe Blake yeah. when I run to the F I know. There should be one. There should uh, be one for all his achievements. Seattle, we're coming for you. We can't wait. Portland, you're next. And San Francisco with Billy Bean on Monday night. Oh, Dave, courage. Yes, Rog. Love you. Love you, Dave.